Hey everyone, this is Rob T from the IMO Podcast with Rob T. I'm also on the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast and I co-host the Shield Bearers Podcast. I want to talk to you small business owners out there. I'd love to help you out with my platform by producing an ad for you and advertising it on all of my podcasts. You can hear my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon, just to name a few. All you have to do is contact me and we can talk about a sponsorship. If this sounds like something that will interest you, shoot me an email at i.m.o.podcast22 at gmail.com. That's i.m.o.podcast22 at gmail.com. Let's work together and help each other grow. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? This is Rob T, and you are listening to the IMO Podcast with Rob T. And we are still in the month of October. Been having a great discussion with my family the past couple of weeks. And uh, my original plans fell through. Apparently, there's no, you know, one of those ghost hunting teams. None of them want to talk to me. So, hmm, oh, well. So we're just going to keep on with the fun talk with my family. So, again, we're doing it this week. And right now, on in the room i should say is uh our cousin erica and her cousin matt what's up guys glad y'all are back hello hey what's up rob and my lovely wife will be joining us soon i don't know where she is so when she's ready to come on we'll just bring her in the room so uh guys halloween is not that far away we got a couple of weeks left y'all excited oh yeah i need to go buy candy before It, it goes out. Have you bought any at all? I have not bought any. Oh, uh, I need wow. to go to the dollar store because they're, uh, I think the prices there are more affordable than the other places, but I, I just need to start stocking up. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Missy's actually been, when she goes to the grocery store, oh, there she is, speak of the devil. Uh, and here she comes. Anyway, uh, so she's been going to the groceries and buying groceries, and then she'll buy a bag of candy. So she's been getting a little bit here and there. There she is. She's connecting to audio. Little by little. Here she is. Oh, don't hear you. You're on mute. Oh, there we go. Now I hear you. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, Melissa. You're a little late, but that's okay. I and... know. I'm... <laughs> so... had an accident. Uh-oh. <laughs> Everything okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So we were just talking about Halloween being two weeks away. And everybody seems pretty excited. Erica hasn't bought any candy yet, though. Oh, no. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> I've been buying, like, a bag, like, every two weeks or so. So we don't have a lot, but we have some, at least. We're doing yeah, I was something. telling Rob I need to go to the dollar store. Because uh, they have, you know, it's much more affordable there compared yeah. to, like, Walmart and all that stuff. So I, I need to go before yeah, it gets to Yeah, I'm just really lazy. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Matt? No, I was saying that uh, we, we wanted to hand candy out this year because last year we didn't, and we finally live in a place where we can do that. Um, but this year for Halloween, uh, 
we're going actually to a little concert and my parents don't know so keep that on the dl um, <laughs> but yeah we're, we're gonna be going that, to a, we're gonna oh, hello mom uh, <laughs> we're gonna be going to a show on on halloween which um, i haven't done in a long time so i'm pretty <laughs> we're pretty excited about that we might dress up to the concert so oh that's cool um since it's halloween themed i thought i'd change the background so <laughs> I don't know if you can see it, but that's it's, it's, it's a Halloween. Yeah, thing. that's cute. So, <laughs> Hogwarts. So anyway, but uh, all right. So uh, this weekend we have a Halloween party that we're going to be going to in Victoria, and I know we're excited about it. Um, I have to unfortunately use an old costume, so I have an old mask that I'm going to use. Hopefully, I can get like a black shirt or something to go with it. Uh, so it's a great mask, but it's just. I've worn it before. I don't think I've worn it to Victoria though. So there'll be a first there. So, but anyway, um, and I know we're going to see you guys there, but there's one question I wanted to start off the discussion with, um, because today is just going to be talking about just Halloween in general. So, uh, the new Halloween movie came out. Have, has everybody seen it? I have not. Ah! I have not seen it either. But oh, I know no. what happens, though. I, I, I know. I, I know what happens. What about you, Matt? Do you know what happens? Um. Yes and no. I mean, y'all can go into spoilers. I'll totally be okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Um. So yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but we can totally talk about it. It's fine. Okay. Well, Erica, let me start with you. So I'm sure you've probably been hearing all the scuttlebutt on online and social media and everything um yes. are, are you still excited about seeing it i've heard horrible things about it but i mean i'm still gonna see it anyways and i kind of like one of my friends i was telling matt uh a couple of days ago that uh one of my friends she's like a diehard michael myers fan she just loves the series so much and even she said that the movie was so disappointing like she felt like Michael pretty much made a cameo in the movie. Right, right, so. right. We can definitely confirm that um, he doesn't come out very long. So, okay. So I'll, I'll I'll say this first, and then I'll let Melissa give her opinion. If you were to look at this as just a movie, as just a a, a horror movie, or you know whatever, it's not bad, in my opinion. Um, great, you know, kills and uh suspense and things of that nature um but as a michael myers halloween movie yeah you probably would be disappointed um but i heard uh there was this one fan on TikTok that gave an explanation about it and how it was actually kind of close to the to john carpenter's actual vision um and stuff and how it's actually a really good movie and she kind of went to this explanation on it because the movie is actually not supposed to really surround Michael Myers. It's actually supposed to surround Halloween. And uh, so she went on this explanation about the whole thing. And it's just, it's almost kind of by accident that Michael Myers became this horror icon. Um, and so now that's why it seems like everybody's just really disappointed by it, you know? So, um, so as a movie, as far as like action and like I said, the suspense and all that stuff when it comes to watching a horror movie, those, all those elements are definitely there. And the story, it's a, it's a great story, I thought. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of a letdown because, like you said, Michael Myers just kind of makes a cameo. Uh, Missy, what about your thoughts? 
Yes, uh, I can definitely agree that Michael Myers just kind of makes a cameo. It was it was disappointing. Um, I won't say I hated it. Um, I was watching it like mostly like I don't know how many times I told Rob like I'm not sure if I like this or not. Like I'm still not sure how to feel because um, it was it was supposed to be about evil itself rather than the evil Justin Michael Myers. Like that's why he's the shape because evil changes shape. You know, so at the same time, like the storyline that was in it, I didn't feel like it was necessary. But again, I get it, you know, that it was supposed to be an anthology. And um, I will say that I did like the ending. Like I felt like that was a fitting end, like for, um, you know, Laurie Strode and for Haddonfield, you know, so that I could get behind. Uh, that's why I won't say like, oh, it was trash. It was terrible, you know, but um, and I did like the. Um, the granddaughter a little bit better in this movie. Like I hated her in the second one. Like she annoyed the crap out of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I just wanted to slap her like the whole time. So, um, and a lot of it too, like the, you know, just the fear itself, like the hysteria of the town, how, um, you know, they have to have their scapegoat, like evil, you know, she said evil never dies. It just changes shape, you know, and they have to have, something to pin it on you know so yeah it was um it was interesting like i wasn't like oh my god this is the greatest ever but um i really don't think it's worth i mean or i really don't think it deserves like the absolute trash you know like um reviews it's been getting i have a question i do have a, I have a question yeah okay would it be like more enjoyable as like um uh, like a a triple feature like i mean i know they're not short movies, but like if you maybe watch them back to back, like would it make the viewing experience maybe a little bit more enjoyable? Or I mean, just curious. That's a good question. Because I know, like, like Annabelle, for instance. Like I know how you know how uh, was it creation? It kind of leads into the first Annabelle movie, which the first Annabelle movie wasn't that great, but um, it. You know, if they would have, you know, rolled into it and the movie being better than it was, you know, it could have been really good kind of watching them back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like as a double feature. So I don't know. I'm just curious, you know, like uh, if I mean, because I think it might uh, like viewing experiences like that can be affected, I guess, depending on uh, how you watch them, since it's like a trilogy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm just curious what y'all would think about that. I would enjoy it just because, you know, I mean, watching them back to back, I think would be fun. But I'm yeah. not the I'm not the horror guy. That's these two girls. <laughs> I don't know if it would enhance it per se, just because like this last week, it actually takes uh, place like what, four years later, like yeah, after I the events of the second one. Oh, so, okay. So like just roll into like the second movie ends here. Now the third movie's starting the same exact spot. It's like years later. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the first and second one, yeah, it's, like, right after the other. But, uh, yeah, this one, it's, like, way later. Everything's kind of calmed down. Michael Myers hasn't been around. Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't okay. know about that. Like, if it would be the – I mean, it would be fun. Just, I mean, any triple feature, like, you know, a movie marathon would be fun. But um, I don't think it would it, it would enhance the experience of this movie specifically. 
Yeah, I can, I can understand that now. I, I didn't know the timeline. I know like the timeline was like right after because I know the la the second one ended like on a little cliffhanger, and so honestly, yeah. I don't even remember how the second one ended besides him coming back. So it's been I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. But anyway, you know another thing that I didn't even mention uh, to you, Missy, but I thought about it later was how the town plays such a pivotal part in the ending of the last one. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of felt like it was going to roll over onto this one. And it really didn't. Like, you really didn't. I mean, they mentioned the town at the very beginning, but it was more like what was going on. But as far as the town's people, they weren't even really in this movie at all. Until, it wasn't really until the end. Exactly, until the end. So, and there was a few people, like, throughout the movie that still that referenced like you know because that one lady got that got stabbed well spoilers you know but one of the ladies who got stabbed you know by michael myers in the second movie you know like uh you know goes up to jamie lee curtis because she's like in a good mood and smiling she's like what are you smiling about like it's your fault that you know like so and so's gone and like you you know and that just kind of goes with the whole like the town still they need a scapegoat you know right right yeah so yeah, I mean, it, it it might be disappointing. So just fair warning. But uh, yeah. but I like Melissa said, I wouldn't say I hated it either. I, I thought it was it was pretty decent. I'm sure there's so, worse movies out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, so for sure. so on the actual Halloween day, besides passing out candy, um, what are you guys gonna do? Just watch a horror movie or something? Matt? Well, it depends on. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Matt. Well, no, I was just gonna say, like uh, I mentioned, we're gonna go to a concert uh, on. Halloween. Oh, that's right. It's on Halloween. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna be in Houston, I believe. Uh, but it's been a few years since I went to a like a concert on Halloween, and it was pretty fun. Uh, and so, music's a little bit heavier, like some death metal bands. Um, so we're pretty excited about it. You know, we got a babysitter lined up and things are looking like they're going to go smoothly. So, who's I mean, honestly, who's so, the headliner? Uh, the headliner is a band called Lorna Shore. I'm sure you've seen them maybe on TikTok or something. Uh -huh. they, I know some of their music floats around every now and then, uh, but they've blown up the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, again, you know, it's kind of exciting just because it's on Halloween. Uh but, you know, it would have been nice to hand some candy out. And next year we do plan on at least taking Archie trick-or-treating because hopefully by then, you know, we'll be walking or maybe you can put him in a wagon or something, do a little bit more uh, stuff at home. Uh, but, yeah, that's what we're planning on doing. So we're pretty excited about it. Cool, cool. And I'm, I'm guessing you're going to hand out candy, Erica? Yeah, well, uh, what I usually do is I take the kids uh, out first to get trick-or-treating out of the way, and then I, Clint should be off that day, so uh, have him hand out candy for nah. maybe like the first hour <laughs> to help me out, and then afterwards I usually take over. Oh, okay, okay. And does the, do the kids usually come pretty steady? Oh, my God. Last year it was... It was just nonstop. Uh, we ran out of candy like so fast. I mean, I think it was like before, uh, a little after seven o'clock, whenever uh, we uh, we ran out of candy. Wow. 
Yeah, and they, like they just kept coming and coming. So the kids, they went through their candy, and they're like, well, we'll give them the ones that we don't want. So that's what we were doing for, like, another hour. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. So what time, like, did it finally die down? It was after 8 o'clock. Oh, wow. Wow. So then after that, what do y'all do? Do y'all watch a movie? Do y'all just... It depends. I mean, if, uh, you know, usually uh, we try and get a pizza. That way I don't have to stay up cleaning and stuff like that. So it's usually, if I have time to, yeah, I'll watch a movie or something. But uh, we'll see how it goes. That's cool. What are we doing, hon? <laughs> I mean, handing out candy and then definitely watching uh, horror movies. Right. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do, of course. We'll and probably then, do pizza, too. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I know. I don't feel like cooking. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I'm <laughs> and don't worry. And don't worry. Even though it's on a Monday, I will skip wrestling to watch a horror movie with you. <laughs> yeah. That's dedication. That's the only thing, too. It's hard to say, like, how it's going to be with the trick-or-treaters, like, since it's a Monday, you know? Right. Right. Oh, I'm sure there'll be trick-or-treaters there. I mean, I'm sure there will be, but I don't know, like... If it'll be as uh, as bumping as it would be like on a Friday or Saturday. Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I wanted to ask you guys a question. You know, this is still on the Halloween theme and stuff like that. So last year, Melissa and I, we we did a, um, I think it was the weekend before Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. But we went to Bastrop <laughs> to the gas station, which is the gas station that came out in a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So we went over there, we checked it out and everything. But after that, when we got back into Seguin, we actually participated in one of those ghost tours. We just happened upon it. And uh, it was interesting, to say the least. We even checked out the, quote, most haunted hotel in in Texas, apparently, which is here in Seguin at the Magnolia. We And we did a tour there as well. Um, so it kind of it kind of brought up the question to me that for, I wanted to ask you guys, have you guys ever done anything like that? One of those ghost tours or been interested in doing that? I have been interested. I, uh, we have here in Victoria, uh, it's like we have that, uh, like an old cemetery and uh, they do uh, like a haunted cemetery tour. Oh, wow. And they, that. Is uh, it for that big one? That which one? Is it for that really big one? Yes, the Resurrection the the Cemetery, the one on Main Street. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, because they have so many uh, tombstones that date back to, like, the you know, like, back when Victoria first, uh, you know, uh, was settled. And they have uh, even uh, tombstone res uh, restorations. And it's just a, a really neat tour. I've been interested, but I just never had a chance to do it. Oh wow, that does sound cool. How about you, Matt? We uh, a few years ago did the Yorktown Hospital, uh, and from personal experience, uh, well, let me go ahead and sorry, let me go ahead and state that you know we were really excited to do this because uh, you know just because of the reputation and it was going to be at night, of course, and um, you know we just it was really exciting just to get pumped to do it. And uh, I don't know if y'all have ever like seen the process of it. Um, I know they've showed it on television. So, but it was a little, it was just interesting. So like we get to the hospital and there's a tour guide, I, I guess you can say. Um, and I don't want to like 
I don't want to sound like I'm uh, backlashing the uh, the whole tour, but um, it just wasn't really what I was expecting. Um, like, so this guy uh, is our tour guide, and he's like a normal-looking guy, you know. I think it was actually, I think he, it was handed to him maybe through uh, like family or something like that. I don't remember the the, the story. I don't remember the guy's name, but. Um, you know, of course, we're like in a group and he lets us in and he kind of just tells us to, you know, go wherever we please. Of course, there are like some, you know, areas that they don't uh, they don't allow us um, and we can kind of peek into the rooms. Um, and the, the, th the thing that kind of I don't want to say ruined it for me, but um, it kind of added to the experience was the guy that was our tour guide was doing a really bad job at trying to scare us like while we we're in there uh, <laughs> like we literally caught him following us a few times um, just and it's like a movie almost like we would turn around and he would realize that we saw him and um, he would kind of come out from around the corner and just ask us how we're doing. But, you know, <laughs> maybe like a flash, like he would have a flashlight and then he would turn it off like all of a sudden. Um, and like, I just couldn't really believe that he was trying to scare us this way. You know, like it was very like, more like, is he like, does he not notice that we see him? Like it was just <laughs> kind of... It was kind of interesting just to like have him do that. Um, personally, we didn't like experience anything. Like we didn't see anything. Um, so I don't want to say like I don't believe that the uh, hospital's not haunted. I just wish maybe we had like a different tour guide, you know. Um, and there wasn't it, a single murder. But it was really creepy. I will say that it was very creepy. You know, I don't know if it, they've set it up a certain way, but it was creepy. You know, there was like a little cathedral there or something like that. And um, you know, I don't want to sound like that uh, that jerk that like tried to like taunt an experience or something. But you know, I definitely tried sitting in a chair that you know was in a pretty sketchy room or something like that. Um, you know, of course, like I said, nothing happened. This was quite a long time ago, but uh, I'm glad we did it. I, I want to do it again. You know, I want to go back just just to see maybe <laughs> if it's changed or something because that time we went was not what I was expecting. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Have any of y'all had any spooky experiences? I mean, back when you were kids or anything like that that, that you can think of? Erica? Dang. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure like, I remembers that <laughs> I used to uh, bring uh, those freaky looking dolls from Mexico. <laughs> so my grandma, she had like this uh, doll. It was like a porcelain doll. So what they did was that when you first go in, there's the living room and she sat this doll like right on top of the love seat, which was against the wall. So what happens is, like, when you go in there, you, uh, when you're going into the kitchen, you see this doll, and I always wondered if that thing stared at me, especially <laughs> at night. <laughs> That's crazy. 
Yeah, Melissa's got some of those dolls. I they're, do. They're in the garage, though. <laughs> yes, they, they stay in the garage. I was actually going to take one of them to work because we're doing like a, a decorating uh, contest, like of offices and, uh, you know, desk space and all that. Right. And, uh, yeah, that one that has, uh, it's like a really old porcelain doll. And, the, uh, the, the one with the demon eyes? The eyes open and closed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but apparent. I guess she was like stored badly, so she she has molds like only on her eyeballs. So when you open, when she opens her eyes, they're like all like green and like glassy, like cataracty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty creepy, Matt. S seriously, very creepy. Um, so, have you had any spooky experiences besides the tour guide that tried to scare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, not really. I mean. As a kid, you know, like, uh, some things would happen here and there, but there was always, like, an explanation, you know. Like, I recall uh, there was a time where, like, I was – I think I was in my room with one of my cousins, and all of a sudden, like, the light just turned off, and um, it was just us two. Door was closed, and I don't remember, like, anyone peeking in or anything. And, you know, it could be, like, a false memory. Like, I could have just convinced myself, like, someone turned the light off, but – for some reason, like that just like sticks with me. How like the light just turned off all of a sudden, and uh, you know the switch was down. But um, I can't really think of like a you know situation. Uh, I mean, I was always kind of spooked out uh, when I would stay like in McFadden, uh, just because it was kind of like in the middle of nowhere. And then Erica and everyone else would always talk about you know the surrounding spooky places. <laughs> and so I just assumed, like, if I went there, something terrible would happen to me. Um, but as for me remembering anything that really happened, I can't think of anything with, like, you know, evidence. So Gotcha. I don't know if uh, Melissa remembers this, but right around the time when we were uh, first getting together, uh, I remember one night when we were in bed, I could feel a tugging on the blanket and it wasn't the cats and it woke me up i do remember that happening one night one or two nights actually um, was it my toenails no <laughs> no you were you were sound asleep back when we used to uh share the blanket <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> how dumb we were <laughs> but i literally felt a tugging Married couples never share a blanket yeah i literally felt a tugging at the blanket that God is my witness. I, I literally did feel that. So yeah. what about you, Melissa? Do you remember anything? Have you experienced anything? Man, not that I can think of. I'm sure I maybe have. I mean, kind of like Matt's, you know, you know what he said. It's just there. Were you high? Mad. <laughs> so, I mean, what? I, I, don't, I would never. <laughs> Rob, don't say such things. That's you. <laughs> don't do that devil's lettuce. <laughs> No, but like, of course, there was always like, you know, again, being spooked out of McFadden, you know, because again, like you said, middle of nowhere, you know, like it's, re you know, real old school, you know, like straight up ranch, you know, then uh, I'm, I'm talking about like our, the old house, not ours, you know, the, uh, the old place. Right. That, uh, my grandparents lived for, you know, 50 and there's no way it could have been haunted. I mean, grandpa built that place with his own two freaking hands, you know, like what could have possibly haunted it, you know, now looking back. But right. Yeah, but especially at night, I mean, you know, you hear noises and, you know, it's just so creepy. And then, uh, you know, of course, the older cousins, uh, 
you know, we'd be playing outside and then there'd be like a chainsaw, like in the distance. And, oh, it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She would always scare me. Uh oh. <laughs> be like, Leatherface is coming for you. <laughs> I just want to and like, the add, tradition is passed. <laughs> what's that, Matt? I just want to add. I, I didn't just because you said that. I and I forgot to mention this last time. Uh, but I had an experience uh, on my dad's side of the family when I was younger. That uh, uh, we were. I was at my uncle's house, and uh, me and his his son, my cousin, we were playing video games. And I looked through the door, and. Uh, I swear, I see like a full outfit of uh, Ghostface, and um, he's he just looks at me, and I'm looking back at him, and I'm like, I'm probably eight or nine years old, and um, he literally just like bolts it to me and like bursts through the door, and um, gave me nightmares for quite a. You know, at least a week or two. I don't know. I uh, y'all just talked about you know relatives and scaring the crap out of someone, but I that one uh, escaped my mind last time, and I'll never forget it. it was traumatized. That's all I'll say. Who was it? It was my uncle Eloy. Uh, <laughs> I love him. He's such, a, he's such a good guy. He has such a good sense of humor. And, uh, Great sense of humor. Let's scare yeah, the he children. Got my face, man. I, I remember like reaching out to try to take the mask off and um, then and then that's when I blacked out. So <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Does Uncle Ernie know this? I don't think so. I, I I don't even think I'm pretty sure if I asked told my parents about it, they would be like, What are you talking about? He never he never told us that, but that's a distinct memory I had. I just I'll never forget it. Like it was, wow. it was like, looking back, I'm just like, wow, like I'm kinda glad I had uncles like that, you know. Um, and I hope to one day, you know, return the favor to Archie, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Yes, pass, really, pass on the scaring the crap out of the kids. <laughs> not really phased by anything yet. He doesn't really know, like, what's terrifying. I mean, like, some stuff he'll, like, he's been spooked a few times, but literally, like, maybe one or two things. Like, and we try to put him, you know, in front of some things, and he just, uh, it doesn't really phase him. He just kind of wants to touch it, so... <laughs> that's funny were you guys ever told any like ghost stories growing up like did your family members or anything oh yeah okay i see you nodding melissa share oh man we got told, told all kinds of stories share oh, just about the family <laughs> okay let's hear it let's hear it like because uh because like the traditional stuff like i don't know about you guys like i didn't hear about the kukui until i was like a little older like i mean i'm pretty sure i was like under 10 but still I remember my cousin Noel telling me, like, you don't know what the Kukui is? And, like, that's how I found out about that. And then same, too, like, I didn't learn about Lechusa until, like, way later. But, no, like, with us, it was, like, <laughs> like witchcraft stuff. Oh, yep. wow. Yep. Oh, do tell. So, let me see. One famous story is about, um, is it even okay if I talk about this? Like, I don't know. But, like, um, one famous story was about my grandma's uh, older use sister. No, use no names. We'll do it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, she, she's, she's gone home, you know, God rest her soul. But, okay. Uh, uh, you know, but, um, yeah, one famous story was that she, and Erica, correct me if I'm wrong. I know y'all have heard this story. 
but like she was like in love with this man but i guess like somebody else was in love with him too so yes. this other chick yeah decided to um cast a spell on her so uh she got to this point where she was like basically she was acting like she was possessed like she would like thrash around she would make like animal noises uh oh, she wow. would try to like uh climb the walls and then um it also got to the point where she stopped eating because every time she looked at food, she would just see bugs. So um, they wound up having to take her to a uh, curandera who, um, you know, said, yes, there's a curse on you. I can lift it, like, you know, for this much. But didn't they tell her, like, they go, you can't ever mention this around her uh, ever again. Otherwise, she'll go back to that state. So, like, nobody could ever talk about it in front of her. Yes, Grandma said that they never mentioned to her ever again because they were scared that her, the curse would return and that it would be even like 10 times even worse. Wow. It's funny so, that y'all talk about this because um, I swear to God, probably about two weeks ago, my mom told me this story. And, oh, wow. And I, you know, I'd never heard the story before then. Oh, wow. And it's funny because she was like, don't tell anybody I told you this. <laughs> and um, we all know <laughs> i'm just like why not you know because like you know she was telling it to me we were cause we were talking about possession movies at the time and she just brought it up and um you know she was very uh invested in the story you know telling it to me and um yeah i mean i'm that's pretty you know i'm i, I like that y'all know about it too and you're talking about it because again she just mentioned it so <laughs> really surprised because we were really young when we heard this story <laughs> wow and it was just like like open like i mean at least i thought it was like i could have swore that other people were like other people besides my mom had mentioned it i could swear hmm. i don't know and then, that's just my I mom don't know about, you know about your mom matt is that uh well you know this too missy i'm pretty sure you do is that uh your mom matt when she was really little i think she was a baby that uh she was uh really sick like <gasps> They couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. So uh, she didn't want to eat. She kept throwing up. Uh, she just was not getting better. And they even took her to doctors, you know, here in town, and they could not figure what was wrong with her. So basically they thought that, you know, uh, they were telling uh, Grandma that if this keeps going on, you know, uh, that she was not going to make it. So they brought in or they took her down in Mexico and they uh, pretty much met with a witch doctor and I don't know what the heck they did but then afterwards your mom was was fine like they wow. still to this day do not know what was wrong with her I can think of a few things <laughs> <laughs> was that the same story because I know my mom told me but I thought it was her like my mom told me that uh, when I think she said she was a teenager, though, like she uh, got the evil eye and um, she got really sick um, because people were like admiring her eye, something like that. That's what she told me. And then um, they had a curandera go see her, too. But they did the thing where they uh, like did the egg over her and then like they cracked the egg and it was like all red in the middle. I don't know See, if that was I my heard mom about that too, but I, my mom didn't go into detail like that. She she just mentioned that your mom, uh, Misty, that uh, somebody cursed her or something, and they didn't know who it was, and that she uh, got sick, and that they uh, just had a witch doctor come in, and uh, 
they did something to her and that was it. Like yeah. they didn't my mom didn't explain what they did. Yeah, my mom said it was the egg. Okay. I mean, I don't know if there was something else to it, but like yeah, she said like they kind of were saying something and they like did the egg around the body and then they crack it and it was like blood in the middle. Does anybody know what they actually say when they do the egg thing? I'm not really too sure. I would uh, think I some know. kind of prayer, or I don't know. Like, I've never I known. I don't know. When I was a kid, my grandmother did that egg thing to me when I was sick, and uh, to me, it just was. It sounded like her going. That was it. I, I have no idea what she said, um, and I I never understood when I was I was so young that I thought that was how you cured sickness. Like people get medicine, grandma gets me the egg. That's pretty much how I, I, I had no idea it was like witchcraft or anything like that. It was just, that's how you get better. I remember because I was at a friend's house and I felt sick and I told his mom to rub me with an egg and she looked at me like I was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a, and it was a white mom on top of that. Oh, so, no. yeah. oh. so why do you want me to rub <laughs> you with an egg? Kind of understood. <laughs> Give him some Sprite. He'll be yeah. all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God, no, that was no. some S Sprite. <laughs> yeah, some S Sprite. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, any other? Yeah, any other story? Interesting stories that y'all can remember? Man, well, Erica might know more than me. The ones that I can think of. Uh, also, too, I think. Uh, well, you might have heard of this one, Missy. We have a relative in Mexico too that uh, one of uh, our parents' cousins. Uh, she found out that her husband was having an affair on her so oh, she wait. went to a witch doctor and she asked you know for a, a potion to kind of like uh, kind of I guess to make it more focus on her like a love potion or something and they said that she gave it to him and afterwards like it was like nothing like he couldn't even remember the woman he was talking to in the first place wow. I heard something similar to that but was it I heard that he was abusive sometimes after that. Oh, I had I did not know about that. I just remembered them saying that he was a he was a cheater and yeah. that she gave him a love potion so he would stop cheating on her. I did hear that one. Like the general story. Did you hear like I heard this from Alex that um apparently no names. were related huh? <laughs> no names. <laughs> oh so well I mean no, just where I heard it from. Like oh, it's okay. not but like um like apparently we're related uh, to one of the uh, Matamoros killers. Like remember, like um, it was years ago. I think it was like late nineties, early two thousands when they had found all of those heads. Like early nineties. Oh, that's right. That's, that's like right. Mm, that's like early to mid nineties. I think. Was it? I think so. The See, satanic, the satanic ritual killings, right? Yes. I think it was Santeria. Yeah. But like, uh, I mean, like, you know, like that makes it any better. But um, but yeah, from what I heard, like, I guess it was like an uncle, like a distant uncle or something like it was on his land. And I guess like one of the cousins was like one of the actual like killers. <laughs> oh, that's wow. right. I've heard about that. Yeah. So y'all have celebrities in your family. No, <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh my god oh that's that's some interesting stuff right it's funny how it all happens in mexico oh yeah <laughs> you know now you bring up a, an interesting thing so let me ask you this question talking about witchcraft 
I mean, I'm going to, I assume this is just an assumption for me, but after hearing these stories, you guys believe witchcraft is real? I do. I don't, yeah. I don't mess with Ouija boards, you know? Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ouija boards, if somebody brings it out in front of me or even mentions it, Matthew, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't come to the house because I think we have one in the garage. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Even black magic. Telling your mother. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> do you hear? Do you hear her, Matt? Don't tell my mother anything. Uh, I'm telling her. Big call. She is spanking. She probably go pray for you. She'd probably tell me to take it over there, and who knows what they would do with it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Aunt Diana told me like a scary story about like uh, I guess her and your dad had like watched. Uh, I don't even remember what movie she said. It was like one of those like Ouija board movies. And apparently in the movie, like they were like contacting like a little boy and it, it was like a scary movie or whatever. And she heard Uncle Ernie talking in his sleep one night and he, uh, she was like, what, what did you say? And he said the name of the little boy, like in his dream. And she was like, <laughs> you know, I think she told me something, something. Yeah. I think, I think she did mention that story to me, but, um, She'll probably burn like, it. <laughs> I was curious, but like, uh, have y'all ever heard of like, I don't know why I would like look up the information, uh, but like on Ouija boards, Apparently, it's like most common for uh, the word like Zaza to like. It's like it's a common thing that happens when people like try to like use a, a, a Ouija board. It's like it's like uh, I forgot the question they ask whenever you know you start to play with one, but it's supposed to be like a, a demon that uh, that you're communicating with, and uh, I guess that's where it gets like part of the you know, the demonic you know, affiliation, you know, and uh, I don't know if you guys, I don't know, like, I feel like if you, I think if you look it up, the word, like, Zaza is something that, like, a lot of people have been known to, um, like, see on Ouija boards, like, you know, um, the device, I forgot what it's called, like, it, I think it's Z-A-Z-A or Z-O-Z-O, and I don't know, I just heard that today on another podcast I was listening to, and I've never heard, um, of that, you know, claim before. So I'm just curious if y'all have ever heard of that, you know. Interesting. Yeah. No. The only I, time I, I messed with the Ouija board was like back in middle school, you know, like the little middle school, like slumber parties and stuff. Like, you know, well, I mean, you're not a, I think it's more of a girl thing. Like the light is a feather, light is a feather, uh, stiff as a board, you know. And then there was one time, yeah, I'll explain it to you later, Rob. Um, but um, I remember there was a couple of like little get-togethers like we had a Ouija board and I remember like there was like one of the girls had like um, she was trying to talk to like her grandfather who had passed and then there was this other girl like we were trying to get contact because we had to like been in seventh grade and there was this little girl who had uh, committed suicide like she sought herself and then um, for you know being little dumbasses that we were you know we were just like oh let's try to contact her and like we were talking to her and like she asked like what class did I have you in? And she said the class. And then she was like, So where are you? And we just see H E L L. And she was just like, What? And then we see like F U C K Y O U. Like we're just like, We're gonna say goodbye now. <laughs> nope. Yeah, we've, uh, we've tried to well, you know. Disney. <laughs> Yeah, me and Natalie, I'm not going to lie, like a few years ago we tried to uh, 
you know, when we got the Ouija board, um, you know, we had like a night where we were just like, okay, you know, let's be those people that make horrible decisions. And, and um, <laughs> you know, we put on, we, we seriously did. I don't remember. Maybe we had a few drinks and I think we, which I heard you're not supposed to do whenever you do mess with the Ouija board. But um, I think we put on the exorcist and like, we were just, <laughs> why? We, because we oh, were. Do you want to be possessed? Like, like the same you want to be cursed? <laughs> you know, I don't. I really don't have a good re an answer. I really don't. Every like, it's just a, it's a it's a dumb like reasoning for why I would want to. I think it was just yeah, more like like a horror. You know, exactly like a horror movie. You know, let's just see what happened. Let's go in a cabin. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that that situation. <laughs> but um, I mean nothing nothing ever came of it. You know, we were. I don't even know, honestly, remember if we really, truly were trying to do anything. But we did buy one that day, and I think we were just honestly more focused on the movie. But um, so you didn't I mean, meet Captain Howdy. I, I do remember we looked for Captain Howdy, like we were asking for Captain Howdy. Um, but, Matthew you know. Paul. <laughs> I'm so. I mean, like, I get, I'm sorry. Like, it's just again, like, Santa we were. Anna. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, Natalie's family, or they're very, you know, I know my dad's very superstitious, and I know Natalie's family, you know, he, I know Natalie's dad's come by a few times, and he wants to take it out of the house, because her nephews have come over, and they're like, oh yeah, let's mess with it, and we're just like, no, nah, okay, you know. No, so. that's not a game, sweetie. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly just, like I said, in our garage now. We haven't messed with it since we moved here, maybe longer than that. But um, yeah, yeah, you should burn that. <laughs> I agree. Would, would that be like the way to get rid of it? Would be to burn it? I mean, I mean that's yeah, the way that's the way to get rid of everything. Apparently, like in yeah, movies. yeah, you True. should you should burn that. Um, Made by Hasbro. <laughs> 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 oh um, my god yeah you guys want to come over this weekend like no no <laughs> i really i really don't man i love you but i really don't want to come over to your place mm -mm. Oh, come <laughs> but uh to answer your question i i do believe like um like i, I, I believe in black magic i guess you know what i mean like i, I believe in black magic a little bit more and like white magic you know i, I, I think those things uh, if done, you know, correctly, I would think is real. You know. Okay. All right. I definitely do believe that uh, uh, witchcraft is real, just because I've I've experienced it uh, in my life as well, and have seen some crazy things. Um, so, uh, but uh, Missy, can you do me a favor and close the door to this room? Because I was just like, I was like, why did you open the door? Daisy opened the door. I just Oh, she wants to be with you. Yeah, so... Uh, a little bit of towel anyway to clean up guys, uh, I gotta step away for a minute. I gotta check Archie. Hold on one second. No problem, no problem. I'll, I'll tell this story and Erica can hear it. And then, of course, our okay. listeners. Um, so this was years ago. I was probably about 16 years old. And uh, I was very um, religious. Let's just put it that way. And I had gone on a missionary trip to Mexico. We were in probably about two hours away from Mexico City. So we're pretty, you know, far into Mexico. And uh, we were doing some uh, missionary work. So we had gone into this, we were in this little town and we had actually gone into the center of the town and we're basically passing out uh, flyers, you know, basically inviting people to church, 
telling people about God, all that kind of stuff. Well, as we were doing that, this lady who did not look like what you would think a witch would look like if you were like just going by the stereotypes, right? Just look like a regular lady. She stands in front of us and starts saying some stuff in Spanish and pointing at us. Um, I couldn't only understand every other word, right? Because my Spanish back then, like, like I could understand it, but if you talk it real fast, I'm I'm not gonna get the whole thing. And it turned out she was cursing us. And uh, the guy, the the pastor of the church where we were uh, helping out, uh, basically told her, um, and I'm summarizing here uh, just from what I remember. He basically told her that we served a mighty god and that everything that she just cursed us with was going to turn around and happen to her uh because of what she was saying and uh i remember her yelling cuss words and then she left two nights later this is no joke god is my witness two nights later we're having our service right that they, they we're having at this church um and in the middle of the service that lady walks in the church and she's got the most horrific look on her face. She looked sick. She looked like she, in just two days, she had lost 50 pounds. Like she looked horrible. And I'll never forget this because I was actually on the stage because I was playing the, the keyboard uh, for the service. She walks up to the front of the stage in the middle of everything that was going on. And in Spanish, of course, she, she just said, uh, she says, I want, I want to, I want to serve your God is what she said. And begins to just tell this horrific story about what she experienced the past two days. And basically what it was, was everything that she cursed us with, uh, happened to her. So I was like, yeah, that, okay. This witchcraft stuff is for real. You know what I mean? So that was probably my first real experience. Not that like something happened to me, but seeing the effect of it that tripped me out. It was just like, okay. All right, I get it. This is real. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, crazy stuff. Definitely crazy stuff. Isn't wow. it kind of crazy, though, how um, so much of that is, like, I guess, kind of intertwined with our culture? Because, um, you know, I know a lot of it, you know, there's the brujeria, you know, but a lot of the Mexican culture, you know, is kind of intertwined with, like, Santeria. And um, it just makes me think of, you know, growing up, just like the little... Um, uh, things that, you know, just little things that we grew up with, like, you know, the, the ojo, the evil eye, you know, or, uh, the hiccup, like my, my family is like dead serious, like red thread on the forehead for, uh, hiccups. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, uh, and still, you know, to this day, uh, my mom, my aunts, anybody, if they admire something too much, they, uh, if they look at you, if they think you look too pretty or they're admiring you, you oh, let me touch you, let me touch you. Mm -hmm. and so, um, and I never really thought about it, you know, but it's just that um, how much of that is just ingrained, you know, you just feel like it's it's what you grow up with. It's part of, you know, and not only not only that, it's it's so ingrained in our Hispanic culture that it's not uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like to us, those things are not necessarily bad or evil. Right. Yeah. So, like, I remember this was years ago. I remember Day of the Dead. I never celebrated that as a kid. That was one that was one Mexican holiday that I didn't wasn't really uh I didn't really know about until I was in high school, honestly. And I wanted to be so like much into my culture. I wanted to really get a grasp for my culture that I started to uh recognize the Day of the Dead and, and started to celebrate it and stuff like that. 
And I remember I had a friend was not Hispanic, um, thinking I was crazy. And then I guess when you really look at it from the outside, it does look kind of crazy. You know, you got skeletons, you're walking around looking like, you know, dead people. And, and I guess it does kind of look crazy, but to us, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's a time to remember our loved ones that have passed, you know, and the whole sugar skulls thing and all that. Yes, there's a reason behind the skulls and the skeletons, but to us, it's beautiful. How many times, honey, have I told you that I wanted to get like candy skulls to decorate the house? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just. I, mean, I grew up seeing those, you know, I mean, like we didn't celebrate it. Like I'm pretty sure that's one of the things. Wait, am I echoing? From somewhere. I don't know where. <laughs> one, two, one, two. You're good. Okay. I guess it's gone now. Um, but yeah, that was something I could have seen grandma seeing as like the devil, um, you know, the skulls and all that, because I, at some point, like, um, her and my grandpa, um, converted to, uh, huh? they Sorry. converted. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I know grandma was always super conservative with that kind of stuff. Like everything like that was a devil. That's a devil, you know, it's evil. But uh, but I still remember, you know, anytime we went, um, you know, shopping like Mexico, San Antonio, I always saw and I, I remember asking mom about those like about the skeletons, you know, that they had a certain look to them and then they were dressed up like people, you know, like doing regular things, you know, so. Um, yeah, there's just a meaning behind it, you know, and it's just so ingrained you know? like yeah. you see it everywhere. Yeah. And then how can you not look at a movie like Coco and not love it? you know and it's full of the skeletons mm -hmm. and everything else you know so it's just it, it's it is one of those cultural things i mean uh it's rooted very much in catholicism it's rooted very much in like you were saying and santeria and things like that i honestly didn't even look at things like the egg and i didn't look at those things as like bad or witchcraft or anything until i came into the faith that i am now and then that's when I was just like, oh, well, that's not necessarily a good thing. You know what I mean? So um, it's it's all about, I guess, your belief system, uh, you know, um, but that's also a tricky, like a slippery slope, right? Because you take Satanists, for example, they believe Satan is good, even though we've been taught that Satan is bad. You know, it's and then how do you explain that to someone that thinks their God is good? You know, it's 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 definitely a slippery slope for sure. But uh, if one thing's for sure, Halloween seems to be the one time when it's like allowed. <laughs> <laughs> you just let your freak flag fly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, Def it's just kind of funny because like it's really hard to look at those things as as bad, you know. Like I know my family. I know like my you know at least you know my grandparents and you know they knew you know the ones before that. You know they were not bad you know it was never taught as like a witchcraft thing or you know this is something that's not of god or whatever you know it's just something that was done it's just something that's part of you know the culture like i said you know i mean there's no malintent you know and i mean i don't even i mean i know my grandparents didn't you know like they would hire the curanderas but i mean they didn't have that you know as far as i know you know that kind of a background right you know like so, but I mean, again, like coming straight from Mexico, I mean, things were different over there. Right. You know? Right. Hey, Matt, I know that your, uh, your dad is, uh, I mean, you have Native American definitely in your, in your bloodline and everything. Have you ever heard any like scary or Halloween kind of theme Native American stories or tales or anything that your dad might've shared with you or 
Um, honestly, no, not really. Uh, <clears throat> he, I mean, he doesn't really tell me too much about, uh, you know, any part of uh, that life, you know, uh, like with his dad. Um, I, I do know, you know, just some of the ceremonies that, you know, he's partook in and uh, my grandfather's, like, funeral. But he really has, you know, we've never really sat down and talked about, like, the culture and uh, uh, really too much. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in what my dad ever want to tell me about it because I know he is part of a tribe. Um, but I really don't know too much. I mean... I'm curious now. You know, I, I will ask him maybe around all of them um, if he has any, maybe any information about that stuff. But I don't know though. No. Oh, okay. I was just curious because I know when it comes to uh, Native Americans, at least from what you see on TV and history and stuff, there's a lot of spirituality behind it. You know, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of interesting stories. Uh, and that's another thing, going back to the whole culture thing with like things like Day of the Dead. I, I know with the Hispanic culture and even with the Native American culture, there is a big um, like honor amongst the dead. Like that's taken very seriously. You know, you honor your ancestors, you honor those that, that have passed uh, and things like that. So uh, I know that's a that's a huge deal. Um, speaking of day, speaking of Day of the Dead, I do plan on attending uh a day of the dead ceremony in um uvalde this year because it's going to be honoring the lives lost at the uh at the school shooting so uh I'm is that be... on the actual day no because technically the actual day is november 1st it's actually going to be you need to send that to me yeah okay uh i think it's going to be on november 3rd okay yeah i'll i'll, I'll send that to you because um i've already asked off for it so yeah. but um but yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, Erica, do you do you guys celebrate Day of the Dead? We do not. Uh, I just think that, you know, uh, just growing up, it's just not something that we celebrated. I know uh, we do, uh, well, at least my grandma or her sisters, they somewhat believe in that or, uh, you know, especially uh, our cousin Alex he's very heavily involved in our uh local community here he does uh i think he's actually holding a uh, a how to build your uh altar workshop oh, cool. uh, i don't know what cool. day it is but uh they have uh workshops here in town where uh you can learn how to build uh an altar i know also too he's done um like speeches on like just the the history of it and also to which each part of like uh like the sugar skulls and like what each piece of food means you know when you put it on the altar just different stuff like that he's he's very heavily involved um and what else but uh, other than that i mean no it's not something i wish we did but uh i know alex my son um, they do at the, the middle school here, they hold like for their Spanish class, they do, uh, they celebrate day of the dead. So you can either build an altar for a loved one that passed, or you can paint a, a sugar skull or something on a rock, or you can turn in a piece of artwork or something. Alex wanted to do an altar for, uh, 
our grandma, but uh, he, the thing about it is that you have to talk about it. So, hey, he's not good at the talking. No, he felt that he was going to be too emotional. Oh, oh. I see. He yeah, he felt that he doesn't have a problem with talking. He just felt that he was probably going to get very emotional talking because he was really close with her. Oh, for sure. Uh, so he was scared that he was just going to get really emotional in front of the class. So he, he popped it out and he did paint some, he did do a piece of artwork for uh, grandma and he that's turned awesome. it in. Oh, that's wow. awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Matt? Uh, we don't. Uh, I mean, I know we did in school, you know, kind of what Erica mentioned. We had some traditions then, but as an adult, we don't. Uh, I don't really have, like, a reason why. Uh, you know, it, it seems just as interesting as Halloween, you know. It does seem a little bit more personal. Um, like Erica said, maybe emotional. Um, but who knows? I mean, maybe we can start celebrating it, you know. For sure. Uh, also, why not, you know. For sure. I always thought it was funny because the first time I remember hearing about Dia de los Muertos, uh, someone actually described it to me as Mexican Halloween. I was like, <laughs> no. I mean, that's one way to put it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I it's mean, so different. Supposed, yeah. I mean, if Halloween is supposed to be, you know, when the barrier is, you know, thin and like the dead or like True. spirits come to play, you would think with the day of the dead, you know, like that's, you know, the past one, you know, the love. Oh, excuse me, the loved ones that have passed, you know, right. that they're still, that they're close by, you know, I can see how that intertwines. That's true. That is very true. Um, they just got to make sure I have their leaf or whatever that was, right? In the movie. No, it was the, uh, what was that flower? The, um, the marigold? There you go, marigold. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to have to watch that movie again. And I know I'm not going to make it to the end without crying. Dude, every single freaking time. <laughs> as, as soon as, remember me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can I just uh, say one thing too? Like, what's that? I just really love because Erica, you were talking about how Alex like does speeches and like, um, you know, about Day of the Dead. But I mean, not really just that. I just one thing I really love about our culture is um, how much of it we sh we love to share. You know, it's something that um, you know we have festivals over. You know, different you know Hispanic beliefs and holidays and. You know, it's just that's something I've always just really been proud of, you know, just the fact that it's something that we invite people to learn about and to partake in and, um, you know, just kind of want to let other people's want to let other people know about, you know, and um, I, I just really like that. Yeah, same, same. I really love our culture. I, I, I mean, of course, I'm being biased, but I think the Hispanic <laughs> culture is the best one. Uh, but I will. Kind of is. Yeah, but I will say this. Uh, when we were watching that Miss um, Marvel series, uh, it looked a lot oh, yeah. similar to the Hispanic culture there. Uh, I already forgot what culture it was, but uh, it looked very similar. Pakistani. Pakistani, yeah, that's right. Uh, which I thought was interesting. So, uh, but as we wind down here, guys, I got I got the the last big question for you for this podcast, and um, Erica, we'll start with you for the answer. So here's the question: favorite <laughs> Halloween candy. Reese's, duh. <laughs> <laughs> My girl, yeah, that's right. How about you, Missy? Halloween candy, man, I don't know. I'm going to get hate for this, but I do love freaking candy corn. Like, I love the, uh, like, the autumn mix with, like, the little pumpkins and, like, uh, the candy corn. Like, that's so good. Um, 
But yeah, I also love like my Twizzlers and the uh, what's the chocolate one that I like? I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong with the chocolates like Almond Joy, like the little fun size, you know. But um, but yeah, because it's seasonal, I'm gonna say yes. I know, like the candy corn and little pumpkins. Cool, Matt. Uh, I agree with Missy. I mean, uh, like when you think of Halloween and candy, well, I mean, personally, I think of candy corn because, I mean, that's kind of what's advertised the most around Halloween. You know, you don't really see candy corn around, you know, Valentine's Day or, you know, some other holidays. So, I mean, and I don't mind the flavor, you know. I don't know what the hell the flavor is, but I'll (laughs) eat it. You know, it's good. Yeah. When it comes to like anything chocolate too, I love chocolate. So. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, what's the worst Halloween candy, Missy? I would always get so disappointed when I would get bubble gum in my little uh, treat bag because gum is not candy. <laughs> gum is not candy. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, how about you, Erica? Uh, it's. I would have to say probably those. Uh, those flavored Tootsie Rolls are not, oh, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop, the little like, red and green ones flavor and like a lime flavor. Those are like really nasty to me. <laughs> I don't like those. Yes. Yes. Okay. Matt, how about you? Um, man, I don't know. I, all I eat is good candy, man. Like I don't, I don't <laughs> eat it. Like you're younger. Like you didn't really. I don't think you really got like disappointing candy. I think people started learning after a few years. I'm not a really big fan of Twizzlers, if I'm honest. Uh, you know, like I don't like. Uh, Disown him now. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Twizzlers, uh, like Blades, taste pretty bad. I don't like when I get Blades in my candy, um, <laughs> but. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's really about it. Uh, I'll really eat anything <laughs> in my basket, so. Okay. Erica, of course. Did you ever get circus peanuts? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah. I've been getting a few, and I never ate them. Like, I'm kind of curious what they taste like. No. But, like, yeah, circus Styrofoam. peanuts. Styrofoam. Like, like, strawberry candies. Like, the ones that were wrapped in that strawberry wrapping. Yeah. No, you yeah. know which ones were the worst? Did, did, and, and, Matt, you may have never gotten these, but... Missy, I know you probably did, and Erica, maybe you. But do you remember those individually wrapped orange and black wrapping, and it was the peanut butterish type? Uh, uh, the stripe, the stripey, right? Like the no, it wasn't stripey. stripey. It was, it was just black wrapping or orange wrapping, and you'd open it up, and it was like supposed to be a peanut butter flavored candy, and it was horrible. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was I just think so. Horrible. But uh, now they have it. Uh, it it looks like a little bar. Really? Yeah. Wow. I I I, I don't know if that's because it's seasonal, uh, but I know there's a little uh, candy that it's supposed to be like a peanut bar, uh, peanut butter bar, uh-huh. and it's like it's stripy. Like Missy said, it it has stripes on it. Well, maybe that's the evolution of it, but it was terrible. I guess so. <laughs> it was terrible. It's like real crumbly. Yeah. Okay, this one that I'm thinking of was really like really chewy. Just it stuck in your teeth. It was terrible. So maybe like I'm just happy? I'm just maybe the old guy and it, I remember <laughs> it. But uh, uh and of course everybody knows my favorite one is Reese's. So but yeah, so to me that was the worst uh the worst candy was that peanut butter and the peanuts. Ugh, I hated the peanuts. Peanuts taste like styrofoam. You don't want to taste them. 
<laughs> oh, the uh, circus peanuts? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw like, a whole bag of those at Dollar General one day, and I was just like, I just want to try it. <laughs> yeah. like, bad as everybody says, but I guess it is. It is. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> like, maybe well, I ate one and blocked it out. I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, guys, I want to thank y'all so much for joining me. Um, technically, I got one more week of a Halloween. If y'all want, we can come back and continue this conversation next week and just talk more Halloween fun. Uh, we can also talk about the party because we'll be having the party this weekend. So we can kind of talk about that a little bit and uh, maybe just share some more just favorite memories and just make it all about Halloween for one more week. What do y'all think? Cool. Sure. I'm down. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again so much for uh, being on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I want to thank all of you at home that are listening or in your cars, wherever you're listening to this podcast. We appreciate you joining us in our conversation, just talking about Halloween fun. And we're really hoping that you guys plan on having some Halloween fun this year. Um, get out there, do some trick or treating, get out there, do some some Halloween partying. Just make sure you're responsible and safe, of course. Um, and just enjoy the time with your family and your friends. Um, oh, there's a baby oh in the Lord picture. <laughs> so anyway, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, if you want to contact me on uh, social media, I am there. I am a podcast with Rob T. Uh, also, you can email me at i.m.o.podcast at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, send them my way and I'll be happy to respond. So again, thank you, family. And we will talk to you next week. And the rest of y'all, just stay safe and enjoy this Halloween season. Bye-bye.